Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Hey, we're back at the Pet Expo. I don't hear any barking, but I see dogs. They're starting to trickle in here and there. They're not excited. Well, I, don't, this, uh, I think this must be a poodle in front of us here. So it has all the poodle characteristics. Looks very enthusiastic. Things are starting to uh, uh, wake up here in the, in the building. We're in the Pet Expo in the exposition building where if you come to the state fair usually see kind of a a fence and vegetable tables full of vegetables and uh, also some animals that they have on display here baby donkeys and things like that and the biggest pumpkin (laughs) yeah the biggest pumpkin yeah man they always have the biggest pumpkin right i don't know if that's the same one that's at the farmer's market usually at the restaurant but uh or if it's bigger or smaller. Yeah, I think it is. But at any rate. I think Gypsy gets that one. Yeah. So uh, we're here. Uh, the exposition building is the building right beside the Graham building. Uh, you can't miss it. Uh, and so all of that is uh, is good. And uh, I think you could find most anything your heart desires for a dog. I don't know if anybody out here is selling dogs or not. But... Uh, I don't know if the SPCA is out here or not, but uh, wonder what that lady right there has. That lady look, look. is that lady is my boss. Yeehaw. Oh my goodness! That's, Chris, Hello. that's Christine. So Hello, Christine. You are my boss. <laughs> Christine's the one that put that nice couch in there. That that Mike goes and sits on once in a while. Yeah, the heck of it. Well, I don't have enough padding, and I so it's it's nice to go over there. <laughs> and the chair's kind of hard. So Christine also came out and got all the beautiful flowers too. Aren't these gorgeous? Yep. Yeah, and you haven't described now. There is a variety uh, that's become very, very popular: the crepe myrtle with the maroon leaves. So, um, but there are lots of different varieties. At Rufus, you are the rabbits are still chewing on yours, or you still uh, have that one? Well, the rabbits are chewing on on the figs. Oh, the figs and the tomatoes. Now that's making me <laughs> mad. Plenty mad. Yeah, my, my figs are ready to go, too, the few I have. Uh, well, they're, mine are very late. I don't know what the problem is. i still got tons of figs. Yeah, and you've got they're figs just, coming. They're just starting. Wow, to, Phil gave me a big bag full yeah. uh, two or three weeks ago. Smaller, but they're, yeah. And by the way, since you've given drought. me the, the four for a minute, let me thank our dear friend Cla- Craig Willard for sending me those wonderful, wonderful Ridgeway cantaloupes. Yum. And are they good? Now, they're not, lar- they're not a large cantaloupe. But are they packed with flavor and had a couple of peaches in there? 
So, Craig, thank you very much. The one and only Embers. Uh, the great, one of the greatest yeah. musical groups of all time. Oh, as there's far as no I'm concerned. question about it. And then there's dear Richard, uh, who who sent me some uh, Wilbur's <laughs> sauce? Barbe- barbecue sauce. Is that uh, is that Richard the uh, the scientist? We haven't heard from Richard yet this morning. He sent you he sent you sauce. Yeah, he he left me sauce, but not alcohol. Uh, it it was. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't drinking vinegar. Huh? It was Wilbur's Wilbur's barbecue sauce. Yum. And then my dear friend James uh, left a <clears throat> cantaloupe, who is quite a, a generous person. James is a fine person. Every time I put something on Facebook, uh, a photo that in- includes you, James says, "Hey, Rufus." <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Fine family. And yeah. just want to thank those those individuals for their kindness and contributing to my good health. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we are all interested in is your good health. We want to keep you around for, for decades and, um, and on, on hearing, this show. Hearing Craig who we ain't talking a moment ago, I'm going to have to get me some Methuselah pills to live as long as it's going to take for him to developing that Rufus tomato. <laughs> he was talking about decades. Well, he's he's certainly putting a lot of thought. I mean, he's got a doctorate in chemistry, so he puts a lot of thought into everything. <laughs> well, Rufus, you brought up the Ridgeway cantaloupe. and uh, That's up that, there in your that territory. Comes, uh, that comes from Warren County. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, Little, is and, it Littleton well, or, or Norlina? No, it's Norlina. Yeah, Norlina. Norlina. Is the characteristic uh, a, smaller, a smaller cantaloupe? It just tastes good. It, it, you know, it, it, it all comes from the soil. I yeah. mean, the only place you can grow Ridgeway cantaloupe is in Ridgeway. Um, well, it is delicious. Yeah. Do they, yeah. Do they <coughs> excuse me, do they have stands there that you There's can buy? There's a couple of stands. Um, <coughs> you, excuse you just, me. You just head up US-1 north of Henderson, and uh, there's uh, one little green metal shed on the right, and you go up a little further, and... Um, You'll see the Holtzman's little stand on the left. Um, uh, Richard Holtzman has been selling uh, Ridgeway cantaloupes for, gosh, probably decades. And uh, he, he parks a little orange classic car right there by the side of the road. That's kind of his signature uh, attention getter. And you stop there and uh, – Pick up the Ridgeway cantaloupes. Well, now, Craig yeah. told me that they have a, fe- a festival there. Yeah. There's a, there is a cantaloupe festival in early July, usually every year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Might as well, Kane, dance. Great, great <laughs> things in Warren County. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're going to have the uh, Capital, <clears throat> Capital Foundation uh, celebration again this fall. And, of course, the Embers will play on the Capitol grounds. And people, if you want to have information on on the capital event to help uh, preserve our wonderful state capital, just call Cheryl at my office, and she can give you the details. But the Embers Cheryl will be there. Cheryl knows about everything. Yes, Cheryl does. And then her sister Cheryl <laughs> knows more than, than Cheryl does. That must have gotten confusing. <laughs> Cheryl? Cheryl? Yeah. So, uh, I was giving the mountain pronunciation... <laughs> Of Cheryl, which in that's right. When you came to Raleigh or Cheryl came, came to Carolina, you had to pick it up a little bit. He couldn't <laughs> couldn't slur those words. <laughs> All right, uh, Billy Howell's out at the State Farmers Market. <clears throat> Billy, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. 
So uh, have you ever had a Ridgeway uh, cantaloupe? Uh, not that I know of, but I may have. I wonder if they've ever. I wonder if eBay's ever sold those out of the farmers market. That's interesting. But it's uh, it's you know, native to uh, the North Carolina area, so and I guess patented in some way. I, was, I I don't know that it's patented, but it's worth the trip. I mean, yeah. people drive up from Raleigh to get a Ridgeway cantaloupe. Now, is there anything else to do up there? Well, there's a you know the lovely little town of Warrington. Yeah, oh, that is. There's Lake Gaston. Lake Gaston, um, yeah. You know, beautiful countryside. Right. Nice, nice day for an afternoon drive. I mean, a nice place for an afternoon drive, uh-huh. yeah. You rang that orange truck's out there, and he's selling right now? I imagine he is. All right. How about sure. that? With well, going up there, Norlina. Uh, 919-860-9783 will be taking some more calls coming up. But, uh, Billy, uh, you have an extravaganza there under the uh, farmer's building one, I'm sure, with lots of peaches and other vegetables and fruits, butter beans and peas, right? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, peaches and watermelons <clears throat> and uh, canary melons and sprite melons. Uh, also, uh, some figs. I heard you talking about figs. We have some out here. I saw a couple of different uh, farmers who had figs under, in their space this morning. Um, Sounds good. Squash and corn, all types of peppers, everything from like bell peppers rounding up to those awful hot ones. Hey, uh, Billy, do you have any damson out there? Do you know anybody that's got any damsons? Because um, my friend over there on uh, 751 it called me yesterday, said his damson trees that he ordered in died. And now he's going to give up on growing the trees and just get some fruit. That would um, be Mr. that would be Mr. Copeland over there on 751. Okay, um, Roger Woodard may have some. If not, he can. Um, he has a nursery away from here. Uh-huh. He may have them there, or could get them, or no. Okay, get them. I'll tell. I'll tell Mr. Copeland that. And Mr. Woodard is located right beside the. Uh, far end of the building by the restrooms in Farmers 2 building. All right. I'll tell him. I appreciate that. Paul, what is it that uh, Johnny Johnny has a grove of up there? Pawpaws. Pawpaws. Y'all have any pawpaws out there? We we do. Mr. Woodard has uh, some pawpaws. I was looking at them um, earlier in the week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I was talking to Roger, and he had um, several. There That's good the- eating. I mean, if if, if the thing is, is ripe and... Johnny gave me some last year, and I had them in the car, and it, it just, the fragrance in the car was so interesting. I mean, it smelled kind of like a banana, but it was even better. Yeah, it's a, it's its own thing, the pawpaw, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a fairly easy fruit to grow uh, for folks that are looking for backyard fruit production. And it's, it's native <coughs> to native. I, uh, virtually every state. And it will grow in the mountains, too, on it, Paul. So they've uh, got a pawpaw patch up up near near Banner Elk, as I Yeah, because uh, there was an article in, in uh, our state so, magazine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so Johnny, Johnny, we'll have to talk to Johnny when he's uh, comes and joins us again uh, at the end of the month about that. But uh, yeah, pawpaws, a lo- lot of unusual things, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of peach varieties. I'm sure that you have this morning. Yeah, um, I know I've. Um, one guy was telling me his was big red. And I've seen some Albertas, and um, probably quite a few more varieties. That I didn't um, take time to see what the variety was. 
I don't believe I've had a bad piece this year. Yeah, I haven't either. I I, I haven't either. Uh, they've been. It's been a really good year for them. Let me tell you, Billy. When when I grew up, my mama would always say to my daddy, "Now, Walter." bring back some peaches from down under that meant under the mountain and uh we we they were so precious to us that nobody ever got to eat a whole peach and in my later years here uh you know you i'm able to squirrel them away i'm able to buy peaches as many as i want (laughs) and to eat a whole peach just like these beautiful peachy women that I just see in front of us here. Uh, Not sure we're and, supposed to say that. And I and and my my favorite peach comes from Candor, North Carolina, and so I'm not trying to outlaw any other section, but the peaches from Candor. What did all those people vote for you or something? Well, they were they're very good to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of good, lot butter beans, peas, all of that, uh, and Farmers Building One. You got plants too in in number two. And number two, we have uh, potted plants, uh, indoor and outdoor varieties. Um, yeah. Uh, I know Johnny still got some uh, hibiscus left. Is well, I was down there talking to him yesterday, and he said he had the prettiest basil you've ever seen, and I believe he's right. So uh, up at the market shops, I'm sure that 321 coffee is brewing this morning and smells good, among other things there. It is. Uh, in fact, this morning I went down to the bakery and got me a big old family size uh, cinnamon raisin. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh, and, there and you I go. There you talk. That weight back on. Right. <laughs> That'll sure do it. But it's uh, it's and, it's good. It's really and, good. Uh, I was talking to uh, the lady at Joyce's, and she has a lot of the sugar-free jam and right. jellies. Uh huh. She started carrying it. Okay, that stuff. that's me, Billy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was I was asking her for you, and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we we got them now." And she's carrying a lot of the candies and stuff in the little clear containers that um, the berry patch used to carry. Right. Okay. Uh, good. Mayfair has a special yeah. going on with pork this week. Buy three product, three pork products, and get ten percent off. Uh, okay. And then. We still had the wine place over there, so that way when you finish your pork, you can you can get. Did you stop there? <clears throat> did you stop there uh, to get something to go with your bread? I, I did. <laughs> um, At least a little sip. It, it, it can't hurt you. It's grooved. There's uh, stuff in the uh, fruits in those wines are uh, grew here in North Carolina. So there you go. It can't hurt you. That'll be right. good for you. Well, it's mentioned in the Bible too. Is uh, it's okay? They, they uh, did in Bible. Yeah, if in moderation. Except, Everything in moderation. Except my friend said, I, I believe in excess in moderation. <laughs> I said, well, Ralph, that doesn't count. That's kind of an oxymoron. Oh, yeah. So uh, you've got uh, the restaurants there, uh, the, the market restaurant that has the famous Rufus Dog and, and a, some really good breakfast product, a lot of other, lot of other things there. And uh, the, the uh, Farmer's Market restaurant, boy, that's good, good eating. Go out there today. Their uh, special dessert today is apple cobbler. Oh my! Hell, man, that stuff is good out there. Yes, too. sir. Well, it was banana pudding yesterday, and I took an extra one home. <laughs> uh, Billy, I, I noticed that the the sh- uh, the shop with all the pottery and stuff seems to be closed now, totally and empty. Is that correct? They are closed to the public. They still have the racks and stuff out in the yard, but they will be getting those down. 
uh, here shortly. But yes, they are closed and uh, they retired. And we, and we don't know yet what's going to go there. I do not. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure that our listeners are anxious to know, as I am, what will go there. Absolutely, and and I'm sure we'll be among the first to find out. And Dan and Flo um, get a lot of questions while they're over there working, getting the stuff cleaned up. Um, if they have relocated, and they have not. Okay. Well, I, hopefully they will. Uh, it was a it was a great place. So, um, seafood restaurant. Uh, you got you got them, and and uh, just there's just so much. It's everything but the Ferris wheel. It is at uh, at the State Farmers Market. It's very very state fair like yes we have all the craft vendors here again under farmers two buildings and out in the grass medians um, and do we have a special day coming up um i don't have a date on our next commodity all right well we'll uh we'll certainly check that out of course you have uh we go to the website and uh check that out too yes all right well, I appreciate you calling, Billy. Yes, sir. And y'all come see you. We shall. All right, Billy. All righty. Somebody, uh, somebody needs to check security on their car. Uh, Wayne is in Raleigh. Wayne, good morning, around WPTF. Good morning. Good morning. I'm from uh, I'm from up north, and I was wondering if you guys heard of a dinosaur egg. I'm not sure of the um, the scientific name of it. But it's a cross between, it, it's kind of a pinkish fruit with uh, purple polka dots on it. So that's why they call it a dinosaur egg. And it's a cross between a plum and an apricot. Cross between a plum and an apricot. Bill, yeah. I, uh, a gentleman has called asking about a, a dinosaur fruit, a cross between an apricot and a what? A plum. plum. And a plum. Plum and an apricot, yeah, and they call it a dinosaur egg because of what a, you know, it's kind of pinkish with purple dots on it. Yeah, I don't. It, you bite into it and, and it just squirts all over you. It's so, it's so sweet ah. and uh, full of juice. It looks, yeah, it, it looks <clears throat> very much like a plum. The uh, photos I'm well, looking at here. Not really, because a plum is kind of purplish. Well, whatever whatever is on Mr. Google here is is uh, I mean, it's, it's one photo looks kind of like a figs, yeah. And I don't know, there, there are some different pic- photos here. You guys have any of those around here? I I don't know that I've ever heard of any. I'm sorry that uh, we'll have to ask. I know I know you can grow plums, you know, in yeah. in this part of the state. So it's po- certainly um, possible. Yeah, that we they're would have they're. Very labor and management intensive, um, oh, and, gotcha. and you know plums are you know in the same kind of category of, of peaches, where they're susceptible to a lot of insect and disease issues, um, and the the spray program that most folks would need to use is is really more than probably the average backyard gardener is up for. Um, so for folks that are in interested in doing backyard fruit i encourage folks to look at blackberries and blueberries and the pawpaws uh maybe some muscadine grapes uh strawberries uh 
the, the cantaloupes. Those are the kinds of things that I, I think gardeners will have more success with. And then look for, you know, the plums and the peaches and, and the apples uh, that are more take more management. Look for those at your local farmer's market. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I want to back up, Paul, on that. I, I grew peaches for one year, did not, did not clean up under them, and disease just hit it awful. I grew plums one year, pretty good crop. Uh, it was a, a purple, I, I, it, it was sort of like this dinosaur plum, but the same thing happened. It was invaded by fruit flies, every kind of uh, disease you can think of, and I decided to let it go around here. I, I don't think this is a good, a good place to try to go apples or any of those things that Paul mentioned. It's just not not the the season for it. Yeah. Were, you, were you planning on trying? <clears throat> I, I think he, I think we lost him. Uh, we, he was disconnected somehow. Oh, uh, okay. Wayne didn't call back. Well, I was talking to myself there. If uh, no, no, no. I mean, hopefully he was hearing, and you were talking to um, a lot of people. Yeah, my granddad up in Alamance County had a wonderful plum tree, but he had three older, older apple trees too, and I mean they had to be older because I mean that's been. 70 years ago for me so um but those that plum tree i brought one down to the house and we had plums for a long time but uh dr warner tried to he uh he took some cuttings and he grew some for me and it didn't make it so Uh, i don't know what's going on i guess it's just a little bit different weather down here than it is in alamance county for sure plus there's a lot more red clay up there you think so in more red, there's more red clay? Out there on my granny's farm it was. I don't know how to worry oh, you get more red. Oh, my goodness. Franklin County, it used to, I remember Franklin County had a lot of red clay, too. Ooh-wee. And that was uh, quite different from Nash County because we had, we had sandy soil, right. at least in Nashville. Yeah, I, you know, when I drive up around Franklin County, up that way, there's, I used to, I've been to a retreat center up there up that way up close to lewisburg and i drive up that way and the the vegetation and everything up that way looks more like it does around mevin on my granny's farm there's a lot of cedars uh-huh. there's a, it's it's really strange how your how the vegetation you, there's almost this little uh band of the same type of stuff and so right. i guess there is that same type of soil that, that and then there's really the hemlock ripped. bluffs <laughs> yeah yeah in the middle <laughs> that of nobody can explain nobody can explain that all right uh, more of the weekend gardener coming up from the pet expo at the exposition center here on wptf let's get back to the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back on WPTF uh, with a weekend gardener, Mike Rayley here, along with Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell, who for some reason has changed sides at the table. I uh, just got to keep my eyes on everybody. So uh, it's a little suspect. I've got to do a little more investigation into that. Uh, Paul <laughs> McKenzie is with us. Uh, drove all the way down from Henderson today. I appreciate that, buddy. My pleasure. And you brought your wife? Your, is your wife uh, still here? Or is she going someplace She's else? She's probably out walking around the Arboretum or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you get to the Arboretum now? Do you, there's just the access there uh, down near Meredith. I can't remember the little road. 
barrel, barrel road. It's is on that barrel, barrel road. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah the, the Arboretum, of course, is on barrel, and I guess that's the only access right now. Go down now. Method Road to Barrel Road. Method, or either yeah, Hillsborough. Method and Barrel. Come from Hillsborough from town and go to Barrel. Right. So, uh, yeah. Always something in bloom at the Arboretum. That's, that's right. right. Great place to visit. So uh, you're listening to the Weekend Gardener on WPTF 937. And uh, it, we're at the Pet Expo. Just saw a gorgeous golden retriever walk by. He was a big old boy. And here is a, uh, that looks like a, is that, oh, that's another golden. That's a, maybe a female, smaller. But uh, there's some interesting dogs. I've seen a Rottweiler and a Poodle and uh, maybe a, a Airedale. Here, and I'm sure there's some mixed breed dogs out here too. We're kind of filling up. There'll be a lot of dogs in here. Your dogs are welcome. And uh, you can well, the find. the dogs have to make all these choices about what they want. <laughs> well, they do. They have to go from booth to booth and sniff. Yeah. I suppose. That's what the golden retriever just did. Absolutely. Well, he looked like he was the... looking for food. Yeah, he was. He had, I don't think he's missed a meal. <laughs> no, so. he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> Uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, dogs and nice people out here at the Pet Expo. We're in the Exposition Building, which is beside the Grand Building at the State Fairgrounds. Well, you know, since we're talking about dogs <clears throat> and pets, and, you know, most gardeners are pet lovers, and one of the common questions we get uh, in extension is folks who call, uh, they, they need to spray for weeds or insects, but they want to make sure that they don't harm their pets. Right. And that is a very valid thing to think about. But the good news is that you can always read the instructions and the information will be right on there as far as how long you need to keep your pets out of the treated area. So, for example, you spray your lawn for weeds, just look right on the label and it will say, you know, keep your your pets off the lawn for X number of minutes or X number of days or whatever the case may be. For most of the products that homeowners use, it's going to it's going to say something like, "Keep pets off the area until the spray dries or until the dust settles." In case of a, yeah. a granular product, and at that point, you can feel confident about letting your dog back out again. So, yeah, yeah, it's like when Bartlett Tree sprays our red tips, which is an ever battle. Uh, they would say, "Keep Jasper, <clears throat> keep Jasper away for six Thank hours." You. Yeah, and, and if you have a lawn service, that's something that you need to have good communication with with your lawn service about, you know, because a lot of times you're you're at work and they're coming and treating your lawn while you're away. So you need to have good communication with them about when they're coming to do the application so that you know uh, when you can safely <coughs> let your pets out again. Oh, by the way, uh, a little preview. In the next issue of The Weekend Gardener, I'm going to try to cobble together, Paul, a little article about all my pets throughout my life and what nice. they've meant to me in gardening. Nice. And their their own little idiosyncrasies relating to gardening. Like I would, when Jasper was a pup, I would plant uh, an impatient in the ground that Phil would give me. I'd look back and he dug up the one I just planted. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 Jasper. You're not, you don't help that's your that first, That's your first lesson. Yeah. You, it's a no-no to digging. You don't do that. Now, you had cats. You've had cats, too. I had cats that were good for the moles and voles. Yes. Yeah. So a that's cat. a good good purpose for dogs and cats, uh, in addition to being your companion, is to, to keep the population down of those uh, varmints. 
So, uh, yeah, we look forward to that. That'll be out uh, in the fall. 919, I, I've, I've written one about fall color. Oh, great. So uh, it's fascinating. It's really fascinating the, what happens with leaves and trees and uh, and uh, not just the mountain areas, but it's, you know, it's, it's gorgeous around here, too, yeah. at, uh, in good years. <clears throat> I see a bright young lady there that reminds me of our... One of our sales of Lucy? named Lucy. Yeah. I don't know and, where Lucy went, but and, her daughter's here. And my my favorite niece is Lucy the ballerina that I just showed her. Do we have Joe the bouncer and Lucy the ballerina? Yeah. We're all set. <laughs> so, uh, Phil, tell us about the, the plants that uh, you brought in this morning. Okay. Um, so they're really pretty, really good specimens. Cynthia at our nursery does a really good job. Uh, Pat Hudson used to be our container garden uh, person, but she uh, she's retired, and uh, Cynthia does a really good job. On Extraordinary our... job. Yes, and so uh, we have the um, black coral elephant ear as, like, the, I guess, the thriller that you would see as soon as you uh, laid eyes on this pot. And then as you look a little bit closer, you'll see some shrimp plant. You'll see the orange plant, which is really a, a top seller. It's Crisandra. And then you'll see a Croton, uh, which is a nice tropical plant that gives you a lot of color into the fall, really good color into the fall. And then there's um, something called Mercardonia, which it doesn't really show up that much, but it's a nice little... Um, kind of enhances. Yeah, it's it just trails out, and it has a little yellow flower on it. And then, and then of course, uh, tr- vining up through the pot. And as it, as the container um, grows, there's um, diplodenia over on the other side. And then there's a, um, an alternatheria, which is some, one that a lot of people don't use. Which is, I'm sorry, duranta, which is one that a lot of people don't use. They use the smaller duranta, but this is a variegated. Um, and it grows as a huge bush in Florida. So um, it's a little, it's been in the shade a little bit, so it tends, uh, this one tends not to have all the variegation that, that you can really see on it. Um, and then, of course, it's hard to find a blue flower, but there's plumbago. Oh, so yeah. um, she's got a lot of different plants in that. And, and the shrimp plant's just awesome. It, I mean, it really... It really makes that pot show off, and that's that's all in one container, and it's it's maybe what a, a twelve inch sixteen. It's like inch no pot. more than a twelve inch pot, and then the plants go up three feet. I mean, it is it's stunning. Yeah, well, thank you. And, it is. And wh- where would this need to be in full sun and part shade, Phil? Where where would you well, want to put that? As I say, I always say that we don't want to be in full sun ourselves and so I would never put a plant in full sun. If you do, the leaves are going to burn. A container plant. Okay, yeah, yeah a, a container plant. And then it needs a little bit of rest, but it'll take probably a half day of full sun, mm-hmm. but then it, it needs some shade as well. Yeah, probably. But some those af- are sun plants. Uh-huh. They're all some, annuals? Yes. Okay. Yes. Probably some afternoon shade. All of those are annuals. Now, the, yeah. the black coral is zone seven, so it possibly would come back if it were in the ground yeah. and protect. Does that, even does that in, have a bulb? 
No, it's uh, done from tissue culture. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, when you when you sell a container plant, I'm sure there's a dose of fertilizer in it already, some slow release fertilizer either in the mix or that you guys have added. Uh, but about how long? would you think before somebody would need to come in and add a little bit of a fertilizer in a in it with the water that they're applying or okay if they bought this plant if they bought this planter right now uh-huh. i would not put any fertilizer on this plant and i mean it's going to be fine so until be, the end of october last all se- it's going to be fine yeah okay it's um our our soil ha- does have a starter charge in it and so, and I'm not sure if Cynthia did add a little bit, but she probably put black cow in there okay. with, with it. And right. so it's, she usually mixes a little black cow in. So they're so, designed to last through the season. And uh, yeah, and then something else I didn't even see, she's got an asparagus fern in here that's wow. trailing out. So this planter it's is stunning. Is just loaded. And, and it's with the plants. kind of plant that you want, a planter that you want to put where folks could see it from all sides. That's, I mean, that's right. kind of like a focal point. Put it in the middle of your patio. Almost. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have a front or back. I mean, you're exactly yeah. right on that. And um, then, <laughs> just a few more things. Brought uh, some caladiums. Uh, the caladium that we have here, I believe, is Florida sweetheart. I'm not positive. No, this is actually one that looks like Florida sweetheart. It's called. It's a proven winner. It's called Vava Violet, but it looks just like the Florida sweetheart almost. Yeah, then, there are there are a lot of uh, the the leaves. Do the are the leaves when they come out more maroon than they are as as the, the season on goes the on? Crepe myrtle. <coughs> yeah. They or it's pretty much just. I mean. The one I've watched this one and it's just been like that. Pretty steady, yeah. Yeah, pretty right. pretty much pretty much the same. Uh, this one is actually center stage red. Yeah. That's center the crepe stage. myrtle. Yes. yes, this is a crepe myrtle. And how tall does that crepe myrtle get? This particular one, let me tell you. It looks like one of the compact. Yeah, I think it's myrtles. one of it is one of the smaller ones. I had already picked this one to come today, and a guy came and said, oh, "I wish you had some more of those." And I was like, "Well, it'll be back." next week <laughs> um this one actually gets uh somewhere on here well i can't i mean a lot oh, of oh yeah the, six well it says six to twelve six to twelve but that's that's, that's pretty still short. fairly small yeah, that's, 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 that's still so fairly small and and then, like you gave me one of those that you yeah remember you gave me one does it have those color flowers yeah. or are same, they white same color okay. same foliage and, and and let me say something to people planting planting crepe myrtles depending on how many trucks you want keep them cut if you want a, a single truck which most people don't then keep all the sprouts cut back if you want a, a three or four trunk crepe myrtle which i like yeah keep them cut back to that but you must not let them get way up uh with three or four inch uh you're going to have a lot of trouble cutting them off so do yeah, that they per- plus they look bad do that when it's very young yeah, yeah. Yeah, I train them. The ground. You train want, them before they get right. mature. Yeah, get you, you want a crepe myrtle to have somewhere at three to five trunks, and right. if you get if you get a lot more than that, it just starts to look yeah uh, crowded. And keep the interior cleaned out. That yeah. if you've got limbs crossing and so forth. Yeah, and, and the but don't bur- give it a hair a crew cut. The burgundy no. foliage on this crepe myrtle that that Phil brought is is just spectacular. Yeah. and there's it's, there's it's some really that that have even deeper. Shades right. of, of maroon in right. there, and some that have 
white flowers or white white pink mm. flowers. Some there some variegation in there. Very very interesting. And uh, I want to get to Jim, but uh, you have some uh, type of ornamental grass. Yes, the um, grasses I don't think are used enough in the landscapes. They're not. They're just gorgeous. Grasses are great. And then this um, hydrangea is called pufferfish. And when I think about that, I think about the pufferfish I used to catch on the... On the pier. I wonder why it's called that. Is it just for the heck of it? or the shape I of the don't flower know. Maybe? It's just another name. It's a proven winner, and they yeah. came up with yeah. pufferfish. So. That's what okay. I'd call a water dog back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I, I mean, it's a great time right now. It's it's always a great time with flowers, but, you know, you can pick your pick the season and and have something blooming all, almost all the time. And you have uh, you still have good good stock of, of plants? Uh, of I all had types. a lady come yesterday, and she told me that she had never seen any better-looking coneflowers than we have at our nursery right now. Yeah. And we, I, I have to attribute that to Gail Ingram and Dan Danford. They have been working tirelessly on our perennial bed, and it looks great. It's and the Dan is responsible been. for the for the flower show area yep. here at the state fair, and that's why that looks so good. Yep. He's yeah. like a disciple of Irv Evans because yes, you he know, is. people yes. take things so seriously, and, yep. and the, both of those gentlemen take their work very, very seriously. Jim, good morning, our WPTF. Greetings from Prague, up everybody. Yes, sir. Hey. Um, hope everybody doesn't have a rough day there. The show's going to the dogs. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, I know. Like rough, beautiful rough. shepherds <laughs> just walking up here. He's he's lounging around, and we have a. Uh, kind of an obstacle. I guess it's an obstacle course that they're going to be setting up. I see a dog running around. He's getting exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like almost got breed. the Westminster Dog Show set up there. Yeah. Well, Jim, I'll be doggone. Yeah, that's right. You got that. You well, know, let's shit. let's don't drop them all the while we're at it. Uh, any yeah, any more? Uh, anybody else? A <laughs> so, um, couple of riddles to start with. Um, what you what happened when the hot dog fell behind? I don't know, Rufus, you're the hot dog man. You tell us. What happened when the what, Jim? Hot dog fell behind. Yeah, what happened uh, when the hot dog fell behind? He got, he, he got, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, something to, something with ketchup. Something, he had something. to play ketchup. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Good for you, and, Paul. Yeah, what do you <laughs> Did you learn that at, a, at an extension service meeting? Yes, <laughs> yeah, one of our training sessions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you get when you cross a, uh, a donkey and an owl? A wise old ass. There you go. Well, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think we can. I don't think we can say that. Well, no, the Bible talks about ass. Well, meaning a, a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Curtis, I, uh, I, I, I have. Yeah. I have no responsibility. Yeah, I'm the euphorbia man. My my euphorbia of the week is euphorbia rabbi r o b b a i e. Yes. Yeah. It's an all green plant. Um, it is. It's Light to full shade. Uh, you plant it in the ground. It has bracts from um, late February until right. late May, and it's one of my favorite all-time dry shade plants. Right. It's very and, nice. It and is. Also, um, the lady was talking about blue flowers. The Evolvus. It's the dwarf morning glory. It's hardy to 20 degrees, and that thing has got the most beautiful flowers, blue flowers. Well, it does. Yeah, we don't have enough blue flowers. Yeah, there's the, a lo- uh, the one that, that they came out with, uh, the new blue days, is just gorgeous. They, You're right. They've got one blew my mind. What's that? Blew my mind. 
Right. The blue my mind yeah. is probably one of the prettiest flowers that you can grow right now in the summer around right. here. Well, you got some blue salvia. Yeah. But uh, blue my mind. Yeah, yeah. Blue my mind is the new one. Okay. Blue my mind is fluorescent. It is, is just that a, a salvia. No, it's a avovulus blue day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. And also, uh, my plant of the week is the. It just came out. Was the. Uh, was the October Daphne sedum. It mimics the donkey tail spurge. Um, it looks like it's going to have pink flowers on it, and and it's, you just put it in the ground and forget about it, and you have to ask yourself, are you buying plants or rabbit food, four-legged eating machines? I haven't seen the rabbit get by this. So. Yeah. You, you, you use the term Daphne in, in part of that description? Well, you talk, are you talking about a Daphne? No, October, it's a sedum. Okay, yeah. And, and and it's one of the flowers. It's like the uh, the Autumn, what is it, the Autumn Joy or something like that. But it's not as yeah. tall as the Autumn Joy. Right. And and also, uh, I used to have red tips, Rufus. Uh, you don't, you don't now. I think everybody did. That was the problem. Yeah, the least. <laughs> but my all-time replacement plan is either the Japanese, Clyrera, C-L-E-Y-E-R-A, or yeah. the plant right. that J.C. brought over was the Chindo Viburnum. Right. right, right. Good, uh, good fences. Uh, good plants make good fences make good neighbors. So. Yeah. Well, well, Jim, appreciate you calling. We got to take a break, but uh, nice hearing from you. Pre- appreciate it. Y'all have a great day and don't have it rough there. Okay. Yeah, All right. Rough. Weekend gardener. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, Jim. More of the weekend gardener coming up from the Pet Expo at the Exposition Building here at the State Fairgrounds beside the Graham Building. Sounds like Jim sort of knows his plants. Yeah, I think Jim knows his plants. More of the uh, the weekend garden coming up here on WPTF. It's oh. nine fifty four.